0: This audio production was made in collaboration with Audible Anarchist. The Bolshevik Myth Chapter 16 Rest Homes for Workers For months, month Sorin has been thinking of a project to afford the toilers of Petrograd an opportunity to recuperate during the summer. The workers are systematically undernourished and exhausted. A few weeks rest and an improved Pjok would give them new strength and would at the same time be a demonstration of the interest the communist party is taking in their welfare. After protracted discussion Soren's idea was approved by the executive committee of the Pretograd Soviet and he received authority to put his cherished dream in operation. The former villas of the Russian nobility in the environs of the city were to be turned into proletarian rest homes and rebuilt to hold fifty thousand workers who will spend two weeks there in groups of 5,000. Zoran enlisted my cooperation and I have enthusiastically accepted. We have paid several visits to uh, Kameni Island where the most beautiful villas and palaces are situated and I have worked out a detailed plan for transforming them into homes for small families and workers, providing also for dining rooms, libraries and recreation places. Zorin has appointed me general manager and requested that the work be rushed in hurry-up American style, as he expresses himself, in order that everything be completed by the 1st of May, which is to be celebrated on a large scale as a revolutionary holiday. The island has been neglected since the revolution. Most of the villas need thorough renovation, and even the roads are badly out of repair. We mean to create an artistic summer resort with modern improvements and comforts for the benefit of the proletarians. Surely no government has ever undertaken such work before. Architects and civil engineers are on hand, but we find great difficulty in procuring building material and efficient labor. The Petrograd warehouses are stocked with the things needed, but it is almost impossible to learn just what is on hand and where it is to be found. When private property was nationalized, the stores and warehouses were sealed and no one apparently knows what they contain. Our architects, engineers and workers fly about the city, wasting their time in a vain effort to secure the required material. For days they crowd the various bureaus to procure authorized orders for a few spades or lengths of water pipe. And when these are finally secured, we are balked by the general ignorance as to where the object sought can be found. In this situation the only economic and efficient mode of procedure would be to have our own committee overhaul the warehouses and take an inventory of the stock on hand. But my proposition to this effect has impunged upon the thick wall of the prevailing bureaucratic system. The commissars of the various departments, all communists, are inclined to take offence at such apparent ignoring of their authority. Established modes of procedure have to be followed. Moreover, the stores and warehouses had been sealed by the Cheka; without its permission, in each particular case the locks cannot be touched. The Cheka frowns upon my suggestion, coming from a non member of the party at that (Nicheva Nepodelayesh, Zorin says). I found the new Soviet bureaucracy, its inefficiency and indifference, the greatest handicap in the work. It involves a continuous struggle against official red tape, precedence and petty jealousy. Time is passing and almost no progress is being made. The situation is disheartening. I consider it vital that the men employed in the work of preparing a recreation place for the proletariat should themselves feel an interest in the matter, for only thus can effective cooperation be secured and results achieved. I have therefore suggested the formation of a committee to visit the shops and factories, to explain our plan to the workers and enlist their interest in voluntary aid. I pointed out also the moral value of such proceeding, and offered to organize the committee from the Buford deportees, most of whom are still looking for employment. Zorin favors the idea, but objections have been raised in various quarters. I wonder whether it is official distrust of the Buford men or disinclination to permit such a committee to get in direct contact with the workers. At any rate, the carrying out of my suggestion has become involved in endless applications to various commissars and has apparently been lost in the intricate network of the Soviet machinery. Instead, soldiers and prisoners from the forced labor camps of the city have been commandeered for road repairing, cleaning neglected gardens and renovating the houses, but they have no interest in the work. their thought and time are entirely preoccupied with the question of the pjok, a most vital matter, for not being employed at their regular tasks they risk losing the rations due them, and no adequate provisions have been made to feed them on the island. A general mess hall has been opened, But such favoritism prevails there that the prisoners and soldiers without influence often remain without meals. Preference is being given to the numerous friends and appointees of the commissars and communists. The common laborers at work are growing dissatisfied. The actual worker, a soldier said to me, will not get into the summer resort. It will be only for commissars and communists. Some buildings in the area of the planned rest homes are occupied as children's homes and schools others by the families of the intelligentsia all of them have been ordered to vacate but while arrangements have been made to secure quarters for the schools in the city the private dwellers are considered bourgeois and are as such not worthy of any consideration they are to be evicted yet hidden influences are at work A number of the bourgeois have received protection while those without friends in high places are vainly begging for mercy Zorn has asked me to execute the order of eviction, but eager as I am to establish rest homes for the workers, I had to refuse to cooperate in what seems to me gross injustice and needless brutality. Zorn is the pleaser of my w- sentimentality and I am being eliminated from the work. This has been a production of Audible Anarchist. You can find more Audible Anarchist on YouTube.